This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A longtime biofuels advocate says he hopes to see the administration act on E15 because he doesn't see Congress taking up the issue. Senator Chuck Grassley says he's glad to hear reports of the Biden administration's consideration of the matter, which is needed after a federal court struck down the Trump administration's efforts to sell the fuel year-round. Now, lawmakers and biofuel groups are calling on the White House to use emergency authority to make the fuel more available this summer, something Grassley wants to see happen. I would expect that, that they have a good basis, legal basis for doing it, And obviously, Chuck Grassley wants E15 around the entire year. The Trump administration initially took action through regulation after legislation was unable to be passed at the time on Capitol Hill. Grassley says he doesn't think that dynamic has changed. I think the chances of getting ethanol legislation through the Congress of the United States, unless it's attached to some must-pass bill, very, uh, I don't consider that a very real possibility. There's so much anti-ethanol attitude within the Congress of the United States. That's why I'm surprised that the Biden administration is doing it. And if he can do it by executive order or by regulation or guidance, however he wants to do it, that's the fastest way to get it done. But in the meantime, the Biden administration has not publicly confirmed it is considering the move and has only said E15 expansion is in its menu of options to address high gas prices. But aside from administrative action to spur use of the fuel this summer, an administration official says biofuel infrastructure investments can be expected to take place soon. The House Ag Committee convened a hearing today focusing on renewable energy development in rural America, USDA Rural Development under Secretary Xochitl Torres-Small was one of the witnesses and provided an update on the status of investments into biofuel infrastructure. And rural development's opportunity there really is the HBIP program, making sure that we have the technology on the ground to, to get out that, uh, that higher blend of biofuels. That program invests money into the construction of blender pumps that allow higher biofuel blends to be sold to consumers. A separate program for biofuel producers is open to applications for producers who suffered market losses in 2020. Both programs are expected to have pending announcements on sign-up and funding allocation yet this spring. Finally today, Department of Labor leadership is hoping to generate awareness of farmworker issues. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. Recognizing that the food system relies on farm workers, the Department of Labor is hosting a three-day online training aimed at improving equity and compliance. Secretary of Labor Marty Walsh says his department is prioritizing ag workers' rights and their well-being. The fact is they're essential to our economy and they are vital to the health and welfare of this nation. Over the last two years, we depended on farm workers to provide a stable food supply during the COVID pandemic. Walsh specifically recognized that indigenous, Latino, black and Asian farmers, including women and immigrants, have been fundamental to agriculture in this country for generations. He pledged to ensure all workers have equal opportunity and protections. Too many workers are still vulnerable to exploitation and wage theft. In 2021, the Wage and Hour Division conducted over 1,000 investigations and recovered over $8 million in back wages for more than 10,000 agricultural workers. We are going to continue our commitment to enforcing these protections. Walsh focused on his department's role in helping both employers and employees. We are here to provide education and information 
and to enforce the law. And when compliance improves, everyone benefits. Farm workers deserve protection morning, noon, and night, wherever they work, wherever they live. More than 1,500 people tuned in for the opening sessions. The seminar continues through Thursday with topics that include the H-2A visa program, migrant and seasonal worker protections, and child labor laws. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.